what exactly is astrology like uh, what 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 do you mean by this term how do you define astrology yeah great question the way that i understand astrology or would define it is that it's a study of patterns it's a study mm. of energetic patterns now we live in right. a universe that is energetic fundamentally we ourselves are energetic or bioelectromagnetic beings and right. you know the question of whether the planets are causing something or whether we're just part of this divine <laughs> dance <laughs> So welcome Dr. Cameron on our show. <laughs> thank you so much. It's great to be here. Uh, so thank you so much for your time. And today we are going to discuss uh, very, very deeper things about uh, astrology. So I'm very excited to like uh, start this session. Likewise. So Cameron, let's get start with the with your journey. Like as you told us that uh, like you are into astrology as well as you are coaching people from all around the world. So I wanted to I wanted to know that how do you came to this industry? How do you came absolutely. to know about this term? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So the journey has been one of trusting the universe one step after another, after another, after another. Uh, the work that yeah. I do now is all about supporting people in living in alignment with their higher self so that they're living their soul's purpose. However, that was not always what I was sort of planning to do with my life. My ego had other plans. So if we back up to childhood, all I wanted to do as a kid was be a teacher. I played school constantly. I wanted to be a teacher. And so it was no surprise that when I had my first career, it was teaching. Uh, that's what I was doing. But like many young teachers, I got burnt out and sort of disillusioned by what the system was. I love my students. I love the subjects I were teaching. I was a business teacher. Um, mm -hmm. And so it was really fun, but I was just burnt out on pretty much everything about the system. And so I thought, okay, maybe I can make a change and do something different here. And so I got into a master's program in school leadership. And essentially two years later, the only thing I knew was that I didn't want to be a school principal. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> okay, that's not going to work. And yeah. then I applied for a PhD program um, in leadership studies, which required that I move across the country from, so I'm a US, I live in the US. So I grew up in Massachusetts, which is on the Eastern seaboard. And I moved all the way to San Diego uh, in California. And during that time, things were really, uh, I would, to put it gently, things were very rough for me. Um, I was also a very religious, um, devout Catholic growing up. But at that point in my life, I actually left the church and so I basically, in a matter of two weeks, I left my job for another job. I left an apartment for one across the country I never even saw. I left a relationship. I left uh, a master's program for a PhD, stuff going on with my family, literally everything. So I was very much in a dark night of the soul when I finally landed in San Diego. Now, prior to that, I knew a few things about astrology. I had followed, uh, you know, some astrologers online. I had, uh, you know, done my charts on cafe astrology and CoStar and those things, but I really didn't know that much at all. But 
someone suggested to me because I was just not in a good place and I felt like I needed spiritual guidance. So somebody said to me, oh, yeah. well, why don't you go have an astrology reading? And I thought, mm -hmm. okay, why not? <laughs> because yeah. I'd had tarot readings before and things like that, but never an astrology reading. And so mm -hmm. I went and this, uh, in this session, this woman is looking at my chart. She's telling me all kinds of things about who I am, stuff that I had never even, uh, like uttered or said myself before to anyone and it was such a profound experience of being seen like truly yeah. acknowledged for who i am a soul in a body with a purpose and a reason for being on this planet and i was kind of shocked and was like what is this thing i, I need to know more about it i'm an academic yeah. so big nerd here wants to know everything he can about every topic but um I asked her, I said, do you, or do you teach? Will you teach me? And she said, no, I won't teach you. Um, you don't need mm. me. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> she said, in a few years time, you'll be better than me. And I thought, I don't think so lady. Like I'm literally investing all this time and money in a PhD program. Like astrology is not in my future. <laughs> However, she was correct. <laughs> so I walked away from that session and it was like some fire was ignited in me that I just wanted to know everything I could about astrology. And so I started reading books. I started following YouTube videos, you know, whatever I could get my hands on. And it was for me much less of an experience of learning something new and much mm -hmm. more of remembering. It's the only way I can describe it, that I was remembering what my soul knew from other times, other places. I learned right. super fast and it's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of information when you're looking at somebody's chart and there's a lot to integrate and then communicate that. And so I'm literally decided to do a few readings for friends, family, whatever. They're like, okay, yeah, it'll be fun. And as I'm reading, I have kind of no idea why I'm able to know everything that I'm saying. I have no idea yeah. uh, how I know everything. And what I'm realizing is that I'm, I'm being a channel essentially for the divine. As I'm speaking, stuff is coming out. People are responding. They're having emotional responses. They're like, oh my God, how do you know this? <laughs> and so I realized, okay, this is something. And so um, I just kind of continued on that path and I kept doing little readings for people, but I had a few profound experiences with people where I was like, okay, I don't really know where this is going, but I need to yeah. share this with people. Mm. And then in 2000, so that was 2018, actually. In 2019, I did a lot of deep spiritual work, a ton of work around uh, my belief systems, my mindset, subconscious programming, all kinds of stuff like that. And actually it was that year in 2019 where I received guidance um, from my meditations uh, that I needed to create my business and officially share astrology with people and so that's what i did in 2019 now my business yeah. has evolved to what i described um you know previously about supporting people and living their soul's purpose but at the beginning it was really about astrology and helping people understand themselves at a soul level 100 percent 100 percent this is amazing but uh, let us go more about astrology like what exactly is astrology like uh what 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 do you mean by this term how do you define astrology yeah great question the way that i understand astrology or would define it is that it is a study of patterns 
It's a study mm. of energetic patterns. Now we live in a right. universe that is energetic fundamentally. We ourselves are energetic. We're bioelectromagnetic beings. And right. you know, the question of whether the planets are causing something or whether we're just part of this divine <laughs> dance uh, really to me doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I don't mm -hmm. believe necessarily that the planet Mars is doing this to you or that Venus is, you know, making this happen. But we're talking about an ancient system of patterns. You know, humans have practiced astrology for thousands of years, the roots of which are in ancient Mesopotamia and in the practices in the country that you live in. Um, and our ancient ancestors were much more connected to nature than we are, or generally modern humans are. Uh, they noticed things in the sky where planets were. They were able to see the skies. I mean, many of us live in cities. We can't even see the stars, right? And what they noticed over time is that there are patterns. So when a specific planet comes into a placement or when certain planets come into a specific configuration with one another, certain energies play out and it's literally like clockwork. Now, we don't always know exactly the details of how that's going to play out. But we can see over time, oh, when Venus is in Aries, this kind of stuff happens on Earth. And when, you know, Saturn moves into Pisces, this is the types of things that happen. Now, astrology um, can be super useful for many, many reasons. I mean, astrology is used for personal development and growth, which is how I use it. Um, and I consider yeah. it a deeply psychological tool. But I know financial astrologers, I know astrologers who help people in decision making with their businesses, which I do also. Um, you know, in India, I mean, you, you're not getting married probably without <laughs> consulting with mm -hmm. an astrologer. Now, there are many different systems of astrology in the world because there right. are many different cultures. For me, I am a Western astrologer. I live in the Western part of the world. Um, meaning that I study the tropical zodiac, but in India, for example, the practice is much more common to see Vedic astrology. But right. uh, Chinese have their own system of astrology and uh, you know, even the Mayans had their own. And so there all may be different ways of understanding ourselves in the universe um, and essentially how we relate to cosmic events. Um, you know, if I can go so far, I don't know about your audience, but I'm going to say it here anyway. You know, um, we are the universe. The universe is within us. And so as things are happening externally, things are also shifting within us. And so astrology yeah. for me is understanding those energetic patterns and noticing how that is mirroring within the human experience. Right. But as you told us that uh, in India, there are astrologers in China, there are astrologers. So what is the difference between all the astrologers that are all around the world? Is there is there is a same study that they do or th there is difference? And if there is difference, what type of difference they are? Yeah. So I want to answer this in a, a general way that is very correct yeah. and precise. Uh, number yeah. one, we have cultural influences. So there's that. Mm -hmm. Um, and the symbology, for example, like the symbology in Chinese astrology is different than what you see in the Western world, um, because their culture, uh, understands archetype. I guess this is another piece I should say, 
astrology is a study of archetypes as well. Right. So when I say the word Aries, for example, you may think of a few things. I'm thinking of many, 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 many things. The archetype of Aries, when I hear that, means initiation, creation. It means childhood. It means fire energy. It means impatience. It means many, many things. And so culturally, we may understand different archetypes. So there is that. Also, some of the differences with um, the practices specifically with Western astrology and Vedic um, have to do with a few things. One, how we understand our placement in the universe. Um, you know, astrology generally is an Earth-centric uh, system because it's based on what we're seeing on the on our vantage point, the Earth. Of course, we know now that we're not the center of the universe. <laughs> um, so there's that. But how we divide the sky, uh, because we have you know stars, it's an infinite sky. So how we choose to divide that um, and some of the basic assumptions about where we are in the universe um, and how we relate to things like latitude and longitude, our actual positions on the planet can be slightly different. Um, in Western astrology, there's much more of a focus of us centered on Earth. In Vedic, my understanding, actually, there's much more of an understanding or position of Earth in relation to the Grand Central Sun and other places in the universe. So positioning, basic assumptions about the nature of reality uh, and where we sort of are, and then, of course, the cultural influences. These are all uh, what right. I would consider the top three things that sort of make the systems uh, different. But the underlying, and even the practices can be a little bit different too, but the underlying uh, understanding as I see it is that we really are part of this energetic dance <laughs> called the cosmos. And so how we make sense of that is essentially the difference in the systems. Right. Beautifully answered. Beautifully answered. And correct me if I am wrong, because I am also uh, like, I don't know very deeper things about astrology to today. I am also learning few things from you and I'm learning and like exploring this topic. So correct me if I am wrong, but uh, like the things that I wanted to know from you, the things that is coming from inside, I'm just putting it in front of you. So sure. the thing is, I, uh, I also wanted to know that uh, like I have heard with uh, heard from someone that astrology can help you to know what is going on in your future but mm -hmm. you cannot change anything that will uh, gonna happen in your future but you can be aware of that so is this statement true can like mm -hmm. everything is written when we are born that uh, yeah these are the things that you are going to achieve these are the things that is going to happen on your life so everything mm -hmm. is written like when we are born or we have the power to change the things that is going to be happen like if yeah. my chart shows that my marriage is going to be like this year in july or whenever like uh, in my chart if i have seen that but uh, like can i change that hmm. i love this question <laughs> and this actually is probably going to butt up against cultural differences so now we're talking about what i just described before so right. the way that i understand astrology the way that i practice it and the way that i use it is that you are fundamentally a being of free will. You, a soul, chose to come into a body and have an experience on planet Earth, have a life um, with the whole game set up, <laughs> with lessons, with challenges, 
and yes. so that your soul would evolve. Now, I believe that's true even down here, that we are beings of free will that are constantly making choices um, for, I mean, as simple as I'm going to go here. Okay, how about this? As simple as I decided to log on to this podcast today and record with you. I could have blown it off. And then what would have happened? I don't know. Some other timeline would have played out. Um, but I also believe that there are things in life and there are things in the chart where we really wanted to make that happen. Uh, we right. could call this fate if you want. So right. in my perception and my experience is that in India and some, but it's, I can't say it's the system. So it's not Vedic astrology. It is just practitioners <laughs> who believe and but it happens in the west too there are many astrologers who believe this is it uh you set this up you have no choice follow my rules and actually it puts people into a position of authority over you i have an issue with that because you are a, a sovereign being you are a soul uh you know down here making your own choices but having said that astrology can be extremely powerful when looking ahead as a predictive tool now this is where some of the practices can vary. But for me, the way that I see, uh, you know, forecasting, and there are many ways to do this, either with progressions or uh, other transits or whatever, other systems, um, I see it as a forecast, a weather forecast. So if I were to say to you, it's a 90% chance of rain today, yeah, and you don't listen to it. It doesn't matter. You don't wear them. You don't put an umbrella. You don't take an umbrella with you. You don't put a raincoat on. It's not a problem. But there's a really good chance that you'll get wet, right? But you made that choice in a very similar way is how I understand and how I use um, predictive techniques with my clients. So if I'm looking at your chart, I can see things like, hey, this is a really, you know, Venus may be in your second house for this period of time in a configuration with Saturn, let's say, that is just really beneficial for the next two months. And so it could be great for business, could be great for marketing, maybe even a relationship comes into your life. You know, these are all possibilities. But look, yeah. if you sit on your butt on your couch and do absolutely nothing, nothing. then you're not flowing with the universe. It can't mm. do anything for you. You are co-creating with the universe. So you have, you're down here in physical form. You've got to take action. You have to sort of walk in tandem with that. So the way that I see, you know, the, your birth chart is your blueprint. It's what you, a soul, chose to set up. Like, here's the game I wanted to play for myself, my personality, my traumas, my problems, my inclinations, how I want it, what kind of work I maybe want to do or would be in, um, interested in, my relationships with my family, what my romantic life is like. All of that, you set that up in potentiality, but you're the one that's choosing down here on Earth. You could ignore all of that and create a lot of chaos and havoc for yourself, or you can choose to flow with the universe, and essentially your chart is your map of your flow, if you want to think of it that way. Mm -hmm. um, and so in that way, I've never said it quite like that before, but I like that I did. Um, in that way, you know, when you truly understand who you are energetically, what really matters to you and the seasons of your life, then you can be much more conscious in your evolution, right? So rather than seeing astrology as this prescriptive, somebody who's able to read a chart telling you what is absolute, because that's not really true. We don't live in an absolute universe. 
what we can do instead is say, well, this is potential. And yeah, you have a lot of opportunity right now. And how can you work with this? So for example, I'll be even more concrete here. Yeah. Um, we're in a, an eclipse portal right now, an eclipse season. And just the other day, and for me, by the way, it's activating uh, in Western astrology, my second house of money, resources, worth, self-worth. And so just the other day, I was kind of, I was sitting and meditating and I was wondering, well, what do I want to call in during this time? What, you know, where do I want to put myself in order to call and create something? And it's a great time for money, basically. And um, so I just was super clear with the universe. I want to share more and teach more with audiences. Boom, this happened yeah. on this podcast. I had four <laughs> other opportunities show up too, simply because I spoke it out loud. Now, I again, I could have chosen to just watch Netflix all day long and, and that's it. Right. Or I can mm. choose to be an active member. Um, you know, in 2022, for me, I had a really, really challenging transit between Pluto and Venus. So another thing about money here, Pluto, the planet of transformation and change, Venus about money, love. And it was a period of time for me where I had real financial restriction. We'll put it that way. It was probably the the lowest period of my life where I was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do next kind of thing. And yet I knew the transit was upon me. I knew what was possible in that time. And so instead of freaking out, oh my God, oh my God, the universe hates me. I made a mistake. I, you know, all of this catastrophizing and negativity, I was able to be more conscious and say, okay, well, yeah, this is the period I'm moving through. It's a period of constriction what would I tell one of my clients? I would tell my client, don't worry. It's a period where you're reevaluating your value system and mm. you're learning more about uh, your self-worth. And so things are going to fall away for sure. But on the other side of this, it's actually going to bring a lot more money and it's going to bring a lot more love and abundance. But you have to move through this sort of intense time. And I knew it was coming. And by the way, on the other side of it, amazing things happen. So it's like knowing what's coming energetically, right, as a potential helps me to be more conscious in my life's journey rather than thinking I'm some victim or the universe is like making things, you know, pushing me around and I have no choice. That's not true. You're being a free will who has choice. And if you want to use this information to act upon it, um, you know, you can live your life in a more conscious way. Of course, you know, you want to find an astrologer if you're working with one who resonates with you in that way. That is my fundamental belief. It's how I practice. Um, others are more, um, uh, I don't even know the word because I don't even practice like this prescriptive. <laughs> They're more like, yeah, you don't have yeah. a choice, right? I don't, I don't see my life that I understand way and that. I don't yeah, see astrology true. that way. Yeah. Okay, I totally like you clarify the entire thought that was coming to my mind that like if uh, universe can give you an idea that what is going to be happening, like if there is 90% chance of having the rain, now it's your duty to understand that what is the signal that we are getting from the universe and mm -hmm. implement that in our life. Like if there is anything that we are getting any type of signal that this is going to be happen. So we have to be prepared for that or else we have to like uh, 
work on that if there is anything positive that is coming your way but if you are sitting in a chair and doing nothing then nothing gonna happen so you have to work on that and there is a positive sign from the universe and you can work on that but uh, uh, in the same way like if there is anything negative like well there are lots of astrologers whom i have heard like they told us that there is a accident that written in your life from the 2023 to 2025 like there is a date as well so there is an accident that is written or be aware of the water be uh, like the accident will happen in your life like most of the time i have seen some people who are just giving them something like guarantee like this is going to be happen in your life and the person is even like scared like what 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 is this like so is there mm -hmm. anything that can help us to like uh to, like to protect ourselves like is there any red, uh, remedy type of thing or yeah well it's a good question and uh i'll speak to because i know that well i'm assuming this experience well it's not an assumption i can i know <laughs> you live in india so this experience sounds a lot like um some practitioners of vedic astrology now what's interesting about vedic in particular uh, yeah. is actually the idea of a remedy. Um, you know, Vedic astrology is actually a, a piece of a much larger system and includes yoga and yogic practices and things like that. So when you go to a Vedic astrologer and they tell you something, a lot of times, although not always, they may have, if there are issues, problems, whatever, they might give you a sort of remedy. And some of this may even be uh, ritualistic. This is different than, I mean, this is not really practiced in Western astrology, Western but in a similar yeah. way, in a similar way, if I were to see, yeah, this is a challenging moment for you, um, I would counsel you, <laughs> you know, yeah. I would not say like, oh, good luck. The next few months are going to suck for you. Like, no, I'm going to give you the bigger <laughs> picture. I'm going to give you the bigger picture. And I'm going right. to help, I will counsel you to understand, hey, this is part of this particular lesson, whatever. But here's what I would say. Um, right. In general, about astrology and using it, you know, the question of, for me, this is a system or many systems, I suppose, that are, it's incredibly powerful and very empowering when used appropriately. If somebody is putting you in a state of fear, putting you in a state of disempowerment, then to be honest, I'm not sure that that is the best for you. Now, you don't want to go see somebody who's just sunshine and lollipops and is lying to you either. That's not okay. that's not helpful. It's not good. But at the same time, I mean, I'm really conscious of when I'm working with a client, what is it that they need to know right now? What can I help them realize in this moment? And mostly people, they walk around with all kinds of fears. So how can I dispel that actually? by using this tool. Um, yeah, there may be things, you know, I'm not going to say that like the astrologer you're talking, you know, the hypothetical person you're talking about can't see yeah, that yeah. something could happen. Um, sure, it definitely could. A lot of it could be karmic. And some things may be that you've literally set that up for yourself. And so there's right. kind of like, you're not going to get around it, how it might happen, you know, whatever. But if you take kind of back to the question you asked on a spiritual level, if you can take the perspective that you are first and foremost, a soul in a body having an experience on planet earth, this is a game down here. 
it's not unimportant. It's very important, actually. So important that you decided to do it, <laughs> yeah. you know, for your evolution. But you are, uh, you, your essence is impermanent. You are infinite. After this life, you're going to go have another one and have a different experience or go back to source and, you know, exist there for a while until you have another experience. This is kind of even right. the idea of karma. And so... Yeah if you're working something out. Also, the universe is, uh, talk about free will, yeah. The universe is uh, always co-creating with you and your free will being. If you wanna go and murder a bunch of people in this lifetime, guess what? You can. And not as punishment, um, just as balancing, you will experience all of that that you've inflicted upon others in another lifetime uh, or many other lifetimes, perhaps. And it's that's just kind of the idea of karma, uh, which isn't, you know, about uh, retribution from a God up there that hates you. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're creating and anything you create will just come back to you. This is how the universe works. Um, and so sometimes these sorts of things, they might be uh, visible or certain karmic patterns are playing out, but to understand, wow, there's a bigger reason for this. And then I'm actually an infinite being. You can move through things without fear right 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 i got it totally so uh, like uh, tell us uh, tell the viewers like there are some people who believe in astrology there are some people who don't believe in astrology as well so like a common people who is watching this video like why a common person or a people should come to a astrologer and should know about the chart should know about like what is going to be happen so yeah. And when to go to an astrologer, what is the correct time? Because sometimes uh, if something uh, like most of the time, if something bad is happening to a person's life, then a person consult to an astrologer. So what is the best time to consult with an astrologer and why? Yeah. Well, the why, if you're if it resonates for you, if you feel it within you that there's something there for you, that is kind of the simple answer. You know, I, I actually really love the question of belief. Do you believe or not believe? To be honest with you, it really doesn't matter. First of all, I'm going to be really frank. Do you need astrology to live a good life? No, you're welcome to mm. go around and the universe and your life experience is going to create a ton of catalysts and ton of opportunity for your soul growth. Do you need to know astrology right. to live a good life? No. Could it help you to be more conscious? Absolutely. And so you get to choose that. Also, mm. the question of belief, I think, is sort of a silly one in the sense that believing in astrology, do I believe in it, is like saying, do I believe in science? Well, guess what? They both exist. The question, right. the more useful question is, is this useful for me? Right? Mm. Science exists and the whole scientific method I don't deny it. I don't say, no, I don't want to take that pill because I have a headache. Science, I don't believe in science. I don't say that. Um, just right. the same way that I don't believe in the existence of astrology. Well, of course, it exists. True. It's like saying, I don't believe in Spanish. I don't believe in Hindu. Well, all of that is a little bit crazy. But the question is, is it useful for you? So does it have mm. a, a use for you? Do you... Um, think that it resonates for you? Does it provide any value to you? And if it does, right. that's really the point. No How do you know? <clears throat> does it resonate? Does it feel like, yeah, I'm curious or I'm moving through something that like for myself, I was moving through a period of my life where I had 
a ton of questions and almost no ways to get answers. And I felt pretty much frustrated. Generally, most of my clients come to see me in one of two, for one of two reasons. One, they're curious and they might think it's fun or they played around and they want to know more about themselves or on a spiritual path of self-discovery. Could be that, but more commonly, people are moving through a major change. And the change can be positive. It could be, you know, the birth of a child. It could be a change in a career. Um, sometimes they're moving through really challenging, as you right. accurately described, um, they're like kind of a mess. And so they're looking for direction, validation, and guidance on their journey. And both of those things are valid. It's also really interesting. There are cycles of the planet Saturn um, that are all planet saturn is a structural planet uh and when saturn is in certain placements in people's charts their lives are changing <laughs> right before age 30 the midlife crisis in 40 uh at 40 years old early 60s these my clients come around these times too why because their lives are changing so really if you're in a period of change if you're in a period of spiritual awakening spiritual growth if you want to know who you are more deeply as a soul uh and the reasons why you're here that is i mean certainly the reason to sign up uh for right. a session to do a reading with somebody but also if you just need guidance about what you're moving through would be more of the uh, pr predictive type work right um, in mm -hmm. many ways, many of my clients say, wow, this is like a therapy session, but like 20 therapy sessions in one. I'm like, yeah, it can be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> understand, understand. Amazing. But uh, uh, do you know, uh, like Cameron, in India, like there are a lot of astrologer. There are a lot of people who are into this industry. And even some of the people has created a, like big businesses by doing the same thing. So, like, uh, I'm not sure about the Western culture, but in India, basically, there are some people who are just claiming themselves as they are astrologer, but deep inside, they are not. They don't know exact about the exact thing. They just Google it. There are some website to understand that what is going to be happen and just mm -hmm. tell us the same thing. So how to identify that, uh, how to get the correct astrologer or how to identify the person that he, like, he knows the stuff that he is doing or not? Yeah, like it's really if I'm able to understand, uh, like if I'm able to convey that I want to say. Totally. Uh, so yeah. I've had the I've had uh, the good fortune of going to India myself. I was in in, in Mumbai. I went to uh, Delhi. I went to Agra. I really enjoyed my time in India quite a bit, and it's really interesting. And I feel honestly like inside of my soul, very Indian. Mm. I listen to Indian music. Uh, Bollywood music like all the time. I watched a lot of Bollywood films anyway. Um, but it was really cool to be in India and to see, but also really weird because you guys do have astrologers like as celebrity status. It's like mm. wild <laughs> in my, in my opinion, it's like, Oh my God, this person's like on yeah. the TV or, you know, whatever. And there it's like celebrity. I, I couldn't believe yeah. I was watching. People are like, paying a lot of money to astrologers. People are like astrologers are charging very high. Like I have seen some of the podcasts of some astrologers. They are even charging like, uh, I don't know, like millions of dollars for doing one session from, from a businessman. 
So yeah, like, I don't know that. I mean, I'm not going to judge them for their their lives. No, no, their choices, no we are not going to judge anyone. Yeah. We just wanted to understand that how to identify. Yeah, what's well, interesting. Uh, first of all, I just think that whole phenomenon of astrologers as uh, celebrities is like really interesting because that's not necessary. It's not really a thing in the West. I say that with a with a caveat because there are some very well-known astrologers who share you know big messages on the collective or a lot of people on youtube and you know their own podcasts and things like that um ultimately i think it comes down to you've got to be within your own heart your own body and knowing what you need on your journey if somebody feels like they're being uh dishonest i guess would be the word but if they feel like they're trying to trick you then there's probably a good chance that they are you don't resonate with them don't trust it it's not that they don't have anything of value and it's not that they don't know something but um you know i'm when i think about like my coaching for example i only want to work with clients that are aligned with me and who resonate with me why because i don't want to first of all be giving my energy to people that it's not aligned and i also will serve my clients best when they're right for me right when we're right for each other and you know right. that from an energetic standpoint you feel that so you have to be in your heart you have to know why is it you're looking for you know if you want to find an astrologer why are you looking for this um what are you trying to get out of it and who do you actually resonate with that may be the person who's been practicing for 40 years in you know the corner of the city that nobody knows about but um you resonate with them uh and maybe he's one of these celebrities and that's fine too if you have the the means uh for that it's fine yeah. but um i do think and it's interesting in uh in Indian culture, for sure, how many people are astrologers, how many call themselves that. It's interesting, I really hesitated calling myself that for years, naturally, because I was an academic and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it was not, I, I'm an astrologer, I don't think I want to take that title. Um, so I actually avoided it for years. But okay. ultimately, you've got to do your own dilig due diligence around like, well, what does this person stand for? And, you know, what are they about? For me, when I'm working with clients, and you'll see it on my website, but obviously you'll hear it here from my mouth. Um, I'm all about soul. I want to know why you're here. I want to know about um, your purpose in life, the things that keep you from living your purpose, um, the karma that you're probably healing in this lifetime so that you can live in a way that's more um, empowered. I'm not really interested in, can I look at these things? Sure. I'm not really interested in looking at your love life unless it's part of your bigger path. I'm not really interested in like, oh, will this happen to me next month? And then, uh, not so much. For me, no. my focus is very um, soul evolution and psychological. Other astrologers, their focus is different. And yes, because there are no, well, there aren't really any official well, there are programs you can learn astrology, of course, but there's not like a board certified uh, astrologer kind of thing. Right. Um, plenty of people can say that they're good or think that they're good, but ultimately you have to be the one to resonate within your own soul, whether this person is worth listening to or not. 100%, 100%, like totally understand. 
so uh, like one more thing i'm just curious to know that uh, most of the time whenever we like go to any astrologer for consultation most of the time they tell us that there are some problems that are going to be happen like if you want to protect yourself from there like get this gemstone get this gemstone mm -hmm. this will help you out and uh, like i wanted to know that what is the difference between gemstone and the crystals because crystals are also like very like people are using crystals for healing so like what is the difference between crystals and gemstones and then i am going to ask you the next question that uh, like why gemstone like how how a stone can help us in our life like uh, yeah. what is the science behind that so this is definitely um one of these moments of cultural difference uh because yeah, in because india this is, is like, like there the are common. some of the gemstones yeah this is <laughs> yeah uh, i mean i wear my own one, uh, yeah, yeah i wear um larimar which is a beautiful stone so i do have stones but like in my consultations i'm not talking to people about stones i don't so know the difference between a gemstone between and a crystal crystals and no i don't Let's know see. i I have no idea. I that's not really my my realm. I do wear crystals. Yeah. I like them. I don't know what the difference is. My my intuition is telling me that the difference between a gemstone and a crystal is that one may be more for a beauty purpose, the gem, and one may be more for an energetic healing or perhaps a crystal is more charged. I have no idea. You'd have to ask somebody else. But um your second question about what is the purpose or valuable i actually do wear crystals um, on my body and if you think about it we're kind of circling back to the beginning of our conversation which is that we live in an energetic universe and so for me or for all of us we are energetic beings everything around us is energy and of course stones right. i mean you want to make a stone you've got to put a ton of energy into something you want to make a diamond you got to put like something under a ton of pressure right i think it's coal I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a gemstone person. Anyway. Yeah. I... Uh, so there's a lot of concentrated energy. So yeah, the properties of this stone and actually the one that I'm wearing um, is highly psychic and very much in support of living one's purpose. And I wear it over my heart. Now, do I think that that is helping me? I do. But I also think it's pretty. And I also think I was attracted to it for a reason. Why? I think a lot of it is subconscious. So I do think that mm. our stones um, and crystals can help us for sure. But the yeah. question you asked is a pretty, in terms of astrology, is a pretty yeah. specific to the Eastern traditions because I don't, I don't. Yeah, if you have uh, like, if you have visited like India and you have gone to Mumbai, Agra, and all those uh, like places, so uh, I, I like have you noticed like most of the people in India they are wearing rings with a stone, like most of the people who are mm -hmm. in India. So like there are like almost every astrologer recommend us to wear this uh, gemstones and uh, tell us that this gemstone is for attracting wealth. This gemstone will help you. Uh, like it will help you it will uh, to protect you from accident from water and there are multiple gemstones like six or seven i guess but uh like that is used to uh help us to protect it i guess i would kind of come back to the same idea or the question i had before is it's not about belief i mean you either yeah. believe that stone helps you or it doesn't or you think it's pretty or whatever um, and whether it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right, or a placebo effect, 
or whether the stone actually does it, in my opinion, doesn't really matter what happens first. If it helps you, if you yeah. like it, and if it's something you're attracted to, then in my opinion, that's good enough. Go for it. Ah, amazing, amazing, amazing. So like that's that's seriously eye-opening for me. Like I have learned a lot of things from you today and I got a clear idea about the astrology thing and how it works on the Western culture and what's in Indian culture as well. So this is amazing. But this is the last question I wanted to know that I have seen that you are a like soulpreneur. So you help people uh, to become a soulpreneur. So what, what exactly this term means? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously most of our conversation was about astrology, which by the way, in all of my work is fundamental. Um, but everything that I do is about supporting people and living their soul's purpose. And so astrology is a component, hypnosis, past life regression work is a component. I have coaching component, but I also support people um, who want to be entrepreneurs and share their gifts with the world. So people who feel a very strong soul calling, whether this be, um, you know, you want to be a spiritual coach or a sound healer, or uh, I'm working with somebody right now who's uh, creating a platform for soul tribe connections to happen. So people can meet their soul tribe, which I think is beautiful. So anyway, I do work with clients as well. Um, because of my experience as a yeah soulpreneur, we can call it that. Uh, my experience as a conscious entrepreneur, um, I love to support people when they're feeling really drawn to do similar work at a deep right. soul level. Uh, of course, we would start by understanding you, your soul, your signature. That is the conversation about astrology. But yes, this is right. some of the work that I do as well, supporting people and bringing their their soul's creations to the planet, basically amazing amazing so like you are doing an amazing work and like impacting lots of life of people so like hats off to you and like most of the viewers who are watching this video till now i will like recommend you go to the profile of cameron and go and follow him and if you have any type of doubts or anything you can just go and dm uh, him as well as you can comment it in the comment box so like thank you so much cameron like uh, this was amazing like i have even i have learned lots of things from this podcast and you are a great person <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, you so like much.